Welcome back to Qualified Dropouts, episode 21. If y'all didn't know who we are, fucking sweatshirt stuck in my ass. That's weird. Um, if you didn't know who we are, my name is Asher, um, and this is my... My name's Ian as well. <laughs> Don't even do it. We have we have a different introduction every time. Um, but yeah, I'm the owner of Better Than Before. He's the owner of Embrace the Journey. We dropped out of college. And we guys teach you the lessons we have learned with dropping out and showing you guys that it is possible without a college degree. To make money and live a very happy life. Mm-hmm. And enough money to yeah live a happy life. We like, yeah. to, te- we like to teach the lessons we've learned at the process, what's going on currently. Um, and just bring up some really good topics and maybe limiting beliefs that either either you guys have or that we used to have or even currently. Sometimes I feel like I still have limiting beliefs on how much mm-hmm. I can make and yeah, uh, just like how fast I'll make it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but today is a good topic. Yeah. So first we uh, we wanted to start it off with a question. What would you rather have? We're going to play would you rather. Would you rather have $100,000 a know, year? Okay. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars a year, and let, let's give them a little. Let's give them three weeks of vacation. <laughs> okay, right? hundred thousand dollars a year. So, you know what? Actually, no, no, hundred thousand. That's poor shit. Two hundred thousand. Let's say two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand dollars a year, and three weeks of vacation. All right. So, and if you live in America, if you don't live in like fucking Cali or New York City, um, two hundred thousand dollars a year. Everything that you want is basically free at that point. Um, now, obviously, you're not going to be driving Lamborghinis and shit like that. Um, but everything that like you really, really need, you're not really going to need to worry about money. So, two hundred thousand dollars a year, three weeks of vacation, or would you rather have eighty thousand dollars a year, but you have location freedom and you also have um, just freedom whenever, just time freedom. You only you only work for yourself. You wake up. You don't know, like, you're just living your day and that's it. Yeah. And the reason why this came up is because me and Ian were talking. And obviously, we, we like to keep you guys, like, in touch with uh, kind of, like, how we're doing on the totem pole when it comes to, like, I guess, like, kind of finances a little bit. But obviously, me and Ian are not making seven figures yet. But we were, like, we were thinking the other day, we were, like, we're really, like, ahead of a lot of people because a lot of people don't have like the the time freedom aspect yeah. of it so it sparked into our mind we were like i wonder what people would rather have like a hundred thousand dollars in three weeks of vacation or this was what we, or sixty thousand dollars and you can do whatever the fuck you want when you want now obviously since me and ian are in this situation we would way rather have time freedom and do whatever you want but that's just the first question we wanted to ask you guys yeah, I think it's a really good topic because it's like, yeah, you could be making, a, like like you said, 200K, which is a lot of money. I mean, it's good per year. Like, you are you can easily supply a family, um, live a very, like, generic life. But mm-hmm. you then, I mean, in order for you to go vacation and actually spend that money, you have to ask for it off or you have to wait for certain times of the year or you may miss family events because you have to work. Um, and you may miss, like, certain parts of life just because you weren't able to get out of it. And I think like for me, I'd rather take the less amount of money and have the freedom because that just like overall, like I don't want Sunday to come around and be like, damn, I have to wake up at 6am to go to work at eight. Like I had to drive to work and go sit in office for eight hours or Mm -hmm. not even an office, even just a fact, wherever it is, 
even if you were a doctor at that point, or it's like I have to go and sit and sell my time for that money. Yeah. So like when I sell my time, I don't have that freedom in that time. I just mm-hmm. am doing a job. I don't know. I just, it almost uh, it almost feels it just like it feel like freedom to me. Yeah, it almost feels like it kind of just. I don't know how it is for you, but for me, it kind of just feels like it's set in when we moved here. Um, that like, oh wow, like I can really just wake up whenever the fuck I feel like, and I'm still gonna get all my shit done. At the yeah. old place, it almost felt like I was in like a boot camp, almost like a yeah. trial run period. Yeah, because I was like, I'm I had like, to wake up this it's, time. It's, it's one year in, I, I I really got to be on a very 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 strict schedule because I I guess I was still kind of uh, my mind was still programmed in a way where it's like almost like I'm still in college and like I still have to get my shit done and this and that, but like. Do whatever the fuck you want. But the reason why we bring this up is because, like, in my opinion, it's honestly modern-day slavery. Um, Because if you really think about it, even the people who get paid the highest amount, if we take NBA players, there's still someone telling them what to do. They may have all the money in the world, Mm -hmm. but they still have someone telling them what to do. And I actually used to kind of want to play a professional sport. I think it mm-hmm. would be cool. But now that I'm in the position I'm in now, I'm like, wait, I would not want someone to tell me what the fuck to do. That sounds yeah. terrible. For me, though, when it comes to sports, that's like, like, that's cool to me. Yeah. I like I, I, like, I think I would probably rather be a professional player than. Really? Yeah. I mean, dude, it's like, that's pretty sick. Like that, I mean, you become pretty huge and like Hmm. sports are i've just grew up i grew up playing like i'm talking i played every sport you think of basketball baseball like in very competitively too it wasn't like i just played and did like a rec league i was like very competitive in soccer i was very competitive in baseball played travel baseball Uh, the only sport that i kind of like didn't really play super competitively in was like tennis um (laughs) but i played tennis i rode horses like uh i played all school sports was on comp teams outside of it Hmm. and to me, that's just like, it was just fun. It was just like, sports are just a different level, I, I think, than a job. It's not really a job. You're literally having fun and doing an activity. It's like working out. Like, our like our sport is working out. So, it's mm-hmm. like, to me, that would reflect to the same way. Now, if I were to make the same amount and be like a lawyer, fuck, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I couldn't. Like, I'm not. That doesn't seem fun to me. Sit in court and, no. That's just yeah. horrible. So, um. No, I, I think I'd, I think definitely being a professional player would be cool. But yeah, I do believe that like time and freedom is just so valuable. It's more valuable than any amount of money you'll make. I mean, I saw this one video. This guy was like, okay, I have a question for you. Would you rather – or no, if – yeah, how do you word it? He was like, I will give you $10 million right now, but you die tomorrow. Would you take it? And Absolutely then the person's not. like – no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. He's like, then why? You obviously value your life more than the $10 million, so why would you waste another minute doing anything else? Mm-hmm. So it's like, puts in a lot of perspective of like, yeah. time is so valuable to the point where if like, hey, you're going to run out of time or you can have this amount of money, like, what's more valuable? It's like time. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like, doing anything in life, you should put on that that factor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Um Fuck. It was something really important too. But uh yeah. 
about the uh, about the sports thing, I actually, um, when I was younger, I did want to play like professional sports. But now that I'm in the position I'm in now, I just don't know if I would want some buddy telling me to be at this practice at this time. Mm-hmm. I know it's different because it's like, yeah, it's fun. Like you grew up doing it and this and that. But it's like, damn, I don't really know if I would. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I would do that. But interesting. And then to go on the point with the with the lawyer thing. For me. When people, because I, w- I, I get in a decent amount of like, not like arguments, but like people trying to tell me that like college is right when obviously like I'm completely all against college. Um, <laughs> but Asher is very against college. Yeah. And they're like, well, what about like doctors and lawyers? And I'm like, yeah, we need doctors and lawyers, but what, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer? Well, no. It's like, okay, well then why, why do you give a shit? And it's like even even with the doctors and lawyers, yeah, sure. Give me um, get, tell me I'm gonna make a million dollars as a doctor. I'm still not gonna do it because I know the amount of hours they work. I know how much time they spend with their family. Fucking nothing. They literally don't have really much of a break ever. They still have to go in to work at least eight to ten hours a day. So it's like what? I I just I don't know. I what what's the saying? It's like you give someone a salary for them to not chase their dreams, for them to be comfortable, or something like that. I forgot. It was a uh, fuck. Who was it that said that? It was that um, was that old guy with the mustache. <laughs> that narrows it down to like every entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean yeah. The time is like so valuable and. I think when I think what switched for us is we started realizing like that time, like we, uh, I don't know what switch, but we're like, man, like time is actually very valuable. We never, I was so used to working a job. I was so used to like having to go to college. I was like brainwashed in a way of like following a certain pattern where it's like, it's normal to not have time to do other thing. It's normal for you to be like, I have to check in my work to do something. It's normal to say I have to miss out on family events. I have to miss out on this Mm -hmm. because of work or because I have a responsibility. And it's like, yeah, that's, you know, it's great that you have responsibilities and you're you're disciplined. But if you have the option to not do that, why would you not want to do that? And I think we we just like to speak to the people who, if you want to go to college because you have a specific thing that you want to do in a field and you're like, I'm, you're super passionate about it and your structure, you like structure and you like being told what to do and you like just being really, really like certain and safe. Like college is great. Go ahead, do it hundred percent. But if you're somebody who's just going to college because you feel like you have to like please somebody or you feel like you have to, or you, you really want to seek on how to achieve some type of other success outside of college, you don't need it because you don't, like the time that goes into it. Like that's who we try to preach to because like there is a way and that's something that we found was like time is more valuable than the amount of money you make. Eventually if you if you work and you utilize time properly, you will make endless amounts of money if you learn skills and everything like that. But um I think that's yeah. just like who we try to speak to. We don't mm-hmm. try to disregard and say call I don't try to say college you it's just a hundred percent a scam in society. Um, I think knowledge is super important in certain aspects, but yeah. 
It, that that's like the only part me and Ian will ever disagree on is I think college is a hundred percent a scam. Yeah. Except for except for doctors, because I'm not gonna have a doctor that doesn't go to yeah. fucking school to be a doctor. Like I would even like debate. I would almost maybe take a lawyer that knows his shit up and down compared to someone with a degree in law school. Like shit, that one guy Mason was talking about. I don't That's think crazy. I don't think he went to law school. No, it is and crazy. now he runs a whole business, and it's like I don't know. But a doctor, that's like kind of like the one thing I'm like, eh, I kind of need you to go through. Well, yeah, that. you have to know the science behind everything. <laughs> yeah. You have to understand how the body works. You know, just yeah. Like, um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I do think school can be good um, for a lot of people, but I think also a lot of people get pressured, feeling like they have to. And it's like, it depends on your mentality and where you stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you just, you have to also, like, don't not go to school because you're just lazy and you don't want to like, you're like, I just don't want to do anything challenging in my life. Don't be, a, that's a loser. And your excuse is, well, school's a scam, so I'm not going to go. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And yeah, you can admit that, but don't be a low quality life person. Mm-hmm. Like make a name for yourself, make money, raise a family, like be a man. Don't just like fucking yeah. go out, like work a serving job. And your whole thing is, Hey, let's go. You guys ready for drinks on Friday and Saturday? Like that's all you look forward to is every weekend. And the next, you know, you're 50 or 60 years old working a server job. And you're going to have to rely on social security of fucking $1,500 a month or something like that from Mm -hmm. 65 to the day you die. Yeah. What? Yeah. You lived just, you lived just a very mid, not even mid low life that, it's just there's nothing fruitful about it. You didn't do anything. You didn't impact anybody else. You didn't create relationships. You just drank your life away or you just partied and looked forward to these immediate success, immediate gratifications Yeah. every weekend. And it's like, no. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be a loser. Yeah. That's that's the exact opposite What what we're trying to say here. College is a scam. Boom. We already know that. But it's what you're going to do with the time now that you've bought all that back. If you're going to go serve at some serving job and do that five, six days a week and then fuck off the rest of the two days you're not working, well, then have fun being a loser for a couple years. But the thing is, if you work at that serving job and then, you know, put in two hours after work and then also put in hours on the days you don't work, well, then you're going to quickly soon realize that there's a lot of money to be made out in the world. You don't really need college. And... It's it's funny because um, I was talking to you about this. I think the statistic is like 91.6% of money is online or digital. And it's it like and this is what blows my mind. 90% of money is digital online, but in college in business class, they don't teach you how to make money digitally that is what is mind-blowing to me like that right there should tell you all you need to know about school they literally teach you the opposite of how to make money it's crazy to me like that in itself just blows my mind yeah and i i already i've already told this story once but i i think i told you it too the girl that was teach it was my first entrepreneurship class walked in 40-year-old woman, which is fine. I'm not going to sit here and say girls can't be entrepreneurs. We literally know a really successful one. Girls can't be 
extremely good entrepreneurs. Anyways, like 42, 43-year-old woman, blonde. She sits there. She's like, hey, guys, how are you doing? Syllabus, blah, blah, blah. We go through it. And uh, we, we had questions for her. We were like, what would you do? And she was like, well, in my late 20s, I owned a candle business. And we were like, oh, no way. Like, how much did you make? Like, were you loaded? And she was like, oh, well, I actually never turned a profit because I wanted to teach. And that's, that was the semester I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. I literally can't do this. And I was sitting there. I'm like, and I, I finished out the semester. I called my mom about it. I'm like, mom, I'm learning from a fucking dweeb who doesn't even know how to make money. Why am I doing this? So I finished the semester. But anyways, I was sitting there and I was like, we're learning from someone who doesn't know how to make money. We are literally learning from someone who hasn't turned a profit in business yet. She's teaching me how to start my own business. And I'm like, what? And well, it, it's a whole nother story. They don't really teach you anything about entrepreneurship in college. The best way to learn entrepreneurship is if you literally go out there, start your business and get fucked. That's it. That is, <laughs> that, yeah, that's that how is you start true. entrepreneurship. You go out, try and start a business. You get fucked. You realize that like, oh shit, this is hard. Then you keep going. That's, you know what's weird to me though? You know what's really weird? Um, and I like even tweeted about this. I was like, do you really think that like, like why do you, you don't need to know step one through a hundred? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think you need to know that? Why do you need to be so certain of how to do it? Because when you go to college, you don't know what you're going to learn. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't know how hard you're going to have to work until you do it. And it's like, I, when people want to start their own business, I'm like, do you really think you're not like, do you really think you're that stupid to not just actually like adapt and make new changes in your business? Like, mm -hmm. do you really think that, Oh shit, I went bankrupt. Like yeah. that's, I got to start over. Like yeah. you don't think you're going to be like, well, damn that ad. Let me just, let me take a look at it. Wow, that looks like it was made by a two-year-old. I should yeah. probably redo that and then maybe rerun it or something. Or the content creation, you're going to look at it and be like, wow, it looks like I didn't even try and these hooks are horrible. And it's like, that's that's the reason. Like, yeah. that's, like you're going to come up with these solutions as they come up. And I think so many people are scared to like start because they think they have to know it all and they don't think they're going to become adaptable. But mm -hmm. it's like you look at these college kids who grind and study and spend hours and hours of learning how to do something and it's like you realize if you just apply that same method yeah into your own business you don't need to step no step one through 100 you need to know step one yeah you know step one just like you would pay money to go take a fucking class mm -hmm. they're gonna say hey here's your homework you're gonna go and study that what do you think you do with bids business? You're going to launch something. You're going to get zero sales. You're like, well, shit, that's my homework. How do I produce more sales? How do I market better? Exactly. Boom. I'm going to study how to do that. Mm -hmm. Now I make money. So it's just, it confuses me. Like yeah. I view it now where I'm like, don't like, why are you so scared about like step a hundred? Yeah. And like, you haven't even done step one. And like, do you, are you that like, do you really think that low of yourself to the point like you're an, you're an absolute you're an idiot? Like yeah. you think you're an idiot because you can't overcome anything. Yeah. But you go to college and you spend thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's what I don't get in the loans. Oh my gosh! It's like they'll <laughs> eighteen year old. I saw this guy talk about. It. He's like eighteen year old comes up to a bank. Hey, I have this business plan. Whatever. Um, this is what I'm gonna do. It's and it could be a million dollar idea, right? Can I get twenty five thousand startup? No, you can't. Eighteen year old comes up. Hey. I want to study a finance degree. I need 200K. Can I get a loan for that? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll give student loans. 
Once again, that should tell you right in itself how much of a fucking scam college. I mean, is. maybe it's not two hundred k. You go to, show, well, but like yeah, you're spending like fifty k. Fifty k. Even if it's the same amount, twenty five k for a business loan, twenty five k for much, a student loan. How much was a year for tuition at? With my scholarships, I think like a full year was like. I don't know, four thousand. Okay. Well, without scholarships, what do you think? Oh, without like twenty. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. People, some people pay full price too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had, ton, I'm not a fuck. I'm not a fucking smart kid yeah, when it how, comes to how grades. How did you get a scholarship? I got. It was a bunch of like in state, and then like, I had a pretty decent GPA because I got expelled from school in high school, and I got put in an alternative school. And that boosted my GPA because I fucking cheated on everything. Well, it, it like on purpose. I forgot you got kicked out. Yeah, no, on purpose though. My, uh, my alternative school teacher was like, yeah, I want y'all to get good grades. Like y'all need to do good here and impress the principal. So she would let us fucking cheat. Oh, wow. Hey, you know, if this gets out to the school, like, I don't think she's there anymore, but yo, make sure to check up on her. I mean, she, she was a G. She literally boosted my GPA for me to save money on college because we went through it all. She was like, you need to do this, this, this to get this, um, what's it called, scholarship for Yeah, those whatever. teachers are amazing. Yeah, it's like she, she actually, was a gangster. Yeah, Not going to awesome. cap. She was, uh, she was pretty great. Because <laughs> they went through the system and like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> They're like trying to teach other people not to do what they did probably. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. But yeah, 20K, like upwards of 20K a year. Damn. Yeah, that's so much, dude. Holy fuck. Uh, you know what's crazy is I, I would actually, like, argue s- sometimes that, like, so in school, there's only one right answer, right? Like, math, science, English, I guess. I don't know. I guess there's only, like, one. Like yeah. Philosophy and stuff and everything. There's multiple answers, but. Yeah, but, like, for the most part, like, when you take a test, there's one right answer. But it, what's unique with business is that there's multiple right answers. So that's what also confused me with when people are like, oh, I don't know how to figure it out. And I'm like, I mean, do you think most business owners have it figured out? Everyone's yeah. like, your did, solution's completely different from my solution. Nike didn't just like make a shoe company and everybody bought it. And like, oh, that's a cool check mark. Yeah. Let's buy that. And that's a brand. And that's like, the owner went bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> he literally made... <laughs> I yeah. love this. He went bankrupt to the point that like, he had to pay his, his employees and he couldn't. And he couldn't. I don't know if you read the book or mm-hmm. anything. He couldn't pay his employees. And so, he, you know what he did? This is, again, he's not a fucking idiot. He learned how to adapt. He reached out to the manufacturers and he's like, hey, you guys need to pay my employees because if not, we will no longer manufacture from you and we'll lose a lot of money. So oh, he used wow. another business to pay everybody's salary and when they went red. So in the next month, they came back, made sales, and they stayed manufacturing and went over. So he literally made somebody else pay for his salary and his, his job to stay wow. open. Isn't that crazy? Came be, he just asked him. I didn't know that. And that was crazy. That's it's a cool story. Wild. Yeah. Cool, pretty cool story. And it's like, damn. You think they teach that in school? <laughs> yeah, absolutely like, not. You, you think that they teach I, that? You know, because that, that entrepreneurship class that – I went to, I'll be, I didn't go to much class with, with that class, especially I went like maybe once a week. Um, I like the whole time I would go, we would learn about like how to manage, um, like managers. And I'm like, motherfucker, none of us even have a business plan. 
Like, yeah. why are we learning about managing managers? Yeah, what's my step one? Yeah. What should I even sell, and how like, should I go about even the starting? Whole to time, you know what's I, crazy? I think people struggle with how do I even start step one? Yeah, because I don't think anybody knows how to start. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you can always just say just fucking start, but yeah, I don't think it's always the answer. Yeah, and well, the the whole time I was in there, I'm like. When are we going to get to the good stuff? I'm like, I'll, how do I get rich? Like, the whole time in that fucking lecture hall, this big-ass hall, it was fucking huge, like 400 seats. Yeah. The whole time I was sitting there with my notebook, all right, so when, when's, the, when's the slide going to pop up? How do I get rich? That, that's, that's, I was waiting for that because I had to take three years of fucking bullshit electives to get able to take this class, and I'm like, this is the class where I'm going to get rich. This, this is it. This is my, this is my way out. And um, it never came up on the slide. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm learning about bullshit stuff that I don't even know how I'm going to do because I don't even know what my business is going to be. Yeah, that's true. But it's like starting it's, step one. Yeah, it's a good thing you said starting about step one because there are a lot of gurus out there who say mentorship programs are a scam. Don't buy their courses, blah, blah, blah. And it's like that is the solo handedly best fucking way to start is mm -hmm. buy a course and let me tell you why because one you're going to know what step one is they literally give you the step one plan mm -hmm. that, and that's the hardest one is to find out what step one is they give you step one yeah. but on top of that you paid money for it so now you're in a pickle where it's like okay let's say the course was a thousand dollars okay fuck i just lost a thousand dollars However, he gave me all the steps to obtain all my money back and more. So what am I going to do? I'm going to put in the steps that he said I should do to make my money back. Mm -hmm. And that's how you do it. The people that say it's a scam, please do not listen to those people. Me and Ian would be fucking broke right now if it weren't for online courses. Well, we would probably figure out something. But, however, we would be a lot more behind. I would have thing. never... Actually, if I'm honest, I, if I didn't get introduced into the first mentorship program I was in, I would have 100% never yeah. started my online Same. coaching business. I would have Same. thought it was impossible. Like, yeah. honestly. Same. And then I was like, damn, is that really all to do? And then I just... I said, mm -hmm. screw it. I don't care how people view me. I don't care if I annoy people. I don't care... I just didn't care. Yeah. I don't know what... I mean, I was on prep, so, like, my mental you, state... You, you, were, you were really... I just didn't care. I was, yeah. like, so sick of my life. And yeah, like, you I were, didn't... like, fuck it. And then I was, like, eh, I'm already fucking poor. <laughs> I may as well. And so I was, like, you know what? At least I have step one. And so I just implemented I tried it. And I started making sales. And I was, like, what? I mean, this is crazy. Like, I literally just made $5,000 in three days. Yeah. Like, okay, that doesn't happen very often. I'm going to be honest. Like, yeah. That was definitely... You're gonna have moments in business where you hit a grand slam. Mm -hmm. Let's Alex Ramosi talks about like yeah. uh like you oh they say it so right. But he's he's so good at speaking. Business and marketing, everything is like playing baseball. You you can load the bases and the difference is that you don't have an you have unlimited outs. You can keep on swing, swinging, so all your bases can be loaded consistently, and you can keep on swinging and keep on swinging until finally one connects and it's a grand slam. And he's like, "You'll win so big, it's yeah. not even funny." And like, and then everything opens. That is what happened to me. My first breakthrough was I, I just somehow I don't even know what I did, but I just everything was aligned perfectly, and I swung and I hit, and I was like, "Damn, I literally can." 
make this my full-time thing. And I mean, I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned yeah. a lot, but it's crazy. It is definitely crazy. Uh, like how it starts, but you just need to know step one and spending money on, on, on mentor classes is key. Good advice. So the next thing we wanted to talk about was taking advice from the right people as we kind of touched on mentors a little bit. So, and this is some advice. I know our audience is a little bit younger than us. So I want y'all to really understand this is taking advice from people you aspire to be like or look up to because we are pushed on um, like in our society to look up to people we may not aspire to be like. I'll give you a good example here is... Lil Nas X, I don't think anyone with a brain aspires to be like him. With him twerking on the devil, him making out with the devil, and ultimately him just doing degenerate shit, I don't think anyone really aspires to be like him. However, people will listen to him. So just some advice is listen to people and take advice from people who you aspire to be like or look up to in a way. Because I wish I would have gotten that advice when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Ian. Take it away. No, I, I, I think that's really key. And you know what's crazy? I feel like a lot of people want to do that, but they're scared mm-hmm. to express who they are to people around them. Like, hey, I, I like this person. Shoot. Like, even talk about Andrew Tate. Yeah. I think he has a great message. I think he has a great message with a lot of things he says. Um, I think media just... I don't really like to get into politics and stuff. I'm a very like I'm a very like middle person. I feel like when it comes to things, because I just think logically, mm-hmm. and I think for the most part, I listen more than I actually just spew out my mouth and like throw up. A lot of people just throw up. You say Andrew Tate instantly. The people don't like him. He's a misogynist. He, it's like okay, all right. Like, do you even know what you're saying? Like, you literally have no idea where I'm going with that. You like people just puke out. Once they hear a name of somebody or anything, they just puke out the most hateful things about that person. And to me, that just shows of how stupid and low quality that person is and they mm-hmm. can't actually think for themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you can have your opinions, but why don't you express your opinions in a very like mannered way? Like yeah. you're very like professional. Maybe you have facts and you have reasons and not just like out of emotion. Like emotion is the worst way to argue with anybody. Mm-hmm. You literally look like an idiot. If you argue with emotion, you look stupid. Mm-hmm. And people think that's like the only way to get points across. And I'm like, you you just you literally look like you put cotton balls in your ears and you're just saying whatever's in your brain. And then like you can't even form words because you're such a you're a fucking idiot. Like yeah. that's it. Like you can't you're not even intelligent enough to actually say meaningful words. And so um, do I agree with that? Like the way he portrays it? No, I mean, he comes off, I guess, egotistical, but I feel like you also have to, whenever you have any type of social media present, present presence. Um, and that's what's with anybody, mm-hmm. Trump, Biden, any politician, yeah. any celebrity, they're going to yeah. come off egotistical because Elon Musk even, yeah, it's like, yeah, they are above us. Yeah. Like they, exactly. I mean, like yeah. he's, he's trying to influence and you don't influence from being a loser. You influence from being a leader. Exactly. And in order to be yeah. a leader, you have to separate yourself from everybody and be okay with taking criticism. And so I don't think people realize that. 
And so, like, I mean, I'll respect other leaders that maybe I don't agree with. Like, sure, whatever. I don't like what they stand for. Um, the only time I get very annoyed with anybody uh, is when they just start, like, like I said, puking out words. They have, they think on emotions. They don't open up their two ears and actually listen to what's being said. All they do is just say, and it's like, you're you're just childish. And I can't even have a conversation with you because you're a fucking idiot. Like mm -hmm. that's. Those, I hate having conversations with people like that because it's just like they have no point. They say whatever the media has been told to them or whoever told them. They have no actual background or research or articles or anything that they've read. All they've say, seen, they read the headlines. They don't read yeah. actual information. And I think what's a really good example is this guy walks around and he has two quotes. And they're both from Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah. I've seen that video. And he'll tell people... And like, hey, this is a quote from Andrew Tate. This is how he views women. What do you think? And they said a quote like, yeah, he's misogynist. And they're like, oh, this is a, a, a quote from somebody else. What do you think about that? And then it was like a really, you know, whatever he said. It was like, I think it was women are the most beautiful thing yeah. in the world. They're like, oh, that guy, I would be with him. Like, he's a great guy. They're like, you know, that was Andrew Tate too, right? And it's like, that's just the case in point. Like, you, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I hate, I hate whenever. That one guy opened up, dude. A lot of people's eyes are opening now. They're like, they're like, oh wait a second, that's actually so true. The media does kind of like spew him in a bad way. And we're, I mean, we're, we're not gonna sit here and like me and me and Ian both agree with a lot of things Andrew says. Um, I, but there are things I don't agree with. Yeah, they're, I, they're, I'm like, dude, I don't like how the way he says it because yeah. I don't think that's not the person who I am and that's who I, that's yeah. not the type of person like I wouldn't go around and say certain things that he would say and feel that confident myself in it because mm -hmm. it's not something I think is right like yeah. I don't think it speaks but highly at, yeah but at the same time again and you kind of have to be a little bit like narcissistic in a way to influence a large number of people you have and, to be full of yourself yeah and like this is going to come off as pretty egotistical, but, like, I'm starting to feel that way. I'll be honest. Some things I say, I'm like, I really agree with this, but I have to say it in this way because I'm trying to impact a fuck ton of people. Yeah. So I kind of have to say it this way, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Some people aren't okay with that, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But it really just depends on, the uh, like, how much of an impact you want to have. And like you said, I don't think people really understand that. Um, like, you... If he comes off as egotistical or narcissistic and you're like, he's just egotistical, it's like, okay, if if you weren't that successful, would you not be? And yeah. the thing is, is like the people that say no. That's a lie. It's you, a lie. You don't even know because you don't, you don't, you've never had that much money. You've never had that much exactly. power. It's like, it's not even that you're egotistical in the fact of like, you feel higher than everybody else. It's just like. You are just in such a further step of life. The way, like your perceptions of problems to like, to also solutions is totally different than somebody else because that person is so restricted in like their life with that, the very wealthy person and the person who's like egotistical, they've already overcome it. And they're like, no, like that's not how you go about it. That's not yeah. how you go overcome that problem. Like, yeah, they've already been through it multiple times so they're not like they're not an idiot. They're not yeah. speaking off of emotion. They're speaking off of experience. And so, mm -hmm. I think that's the difference. We, I, I can I can give them like a a pretty good example. Um, so for me and Ian, for example, so let's say some person 
works in, you know, a regular job, makes like fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, whatever. Um, but is still, you know, work for someone else. And they bring us like a like a problem, like a very, very small problem that like we have faced tons of and it's just like another day in the ring. Yeah. Like But then they get so worked up about it. Yeah, I'm trying to give like a good example where it's like something that we deal with like basically every day we're like Okay, I got one. It's just like, honestly, it's step one. So it's like people are like, what they'll do is they say, I want to do this, but like, they're not to worry about that. I'm like, dude, you're trying to worry about things that have never even happened. And you don't even know if they're going to happen. So then I'm sitting there and I'm like, like Asher and I aren't scared to do new things. Like I'm not scared to go buy a mentorship and like actually like do something new and be like, yeah, I'm all in. I'm going to try it out. Like I'm going to do it. Like there's no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fail. I'm only going to fail if I give up. So like. I think for sometimes for us to understand other people, when we hear them say like complain about the littlest things of like example, how to yeah. step st- like how to start step one or how to it's like wait you just like you just start like it's very logical it's like you just do it and um, I think it's very hard because it's like I don't get what you're saying because you're I really think it ties to emotion more than like you need to start thinking logically and not emotionally and that comes with everything in life. Shoot, even po- I hate talking to people about politics mm-hmm. because you bring it up and it's like, they're like, I just want to have a good conversation with you. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, tell me your thoughts. Like, this is what I believe. And then like, once politics are brought up, everybody's like so emotional yeah, about it. They're bigger. like, well, this, and, and, it's like, and it's like, and it's like, okay, so you just said that. So what about these other people who feel this way about that? And they, they have the same perception of the views of like freedom of speech and whatever it is. It's just like they have the same views and same rights. And it's like, no one's better than another person. Everyone's equal. So it's just weird because what I think we just listen more than we actually talk. Mm-hmm. And so we hear the full sentences. We're like, wait, what's the actual issue? Like, what are you actually yeah. like worried about? And then we say, and then we'll like reiterate. Okay. So you're scared to start step one because you think that um, you're worried about the clients. Like when they come in, how are you going to handle more than 20? And it's like, it's like, wait, you got a client? Well, no. How are you going to get rich <laughs> if you're fucking doing that shit? So it's, yeah. So and I'm like, well, don't you think you should actually like start off with getting a client first and then coaching them and seeing how that works? Like, don't you think that'd be more logical rather than feeling like you're going to get 20 people off rip and it's going to be a horrible program? Because I mean, happened to me but i did also yeah. have my system that like we got was, fucked but it's like i'll tell you what that first month of coaching i changed so many things yeah like it was, it was just like awesome um so like that's that's like an, an example is people mm. think it's very emotional like okay well what if this happens in the business when i have this amount of people or i made this amount of money it's like have you even made a dollar or a sale yet have you even marketed once have you even like talked about it once no so how do you know that's even going to happen? Because what if you create a great program, you get in 100 people and you can manage that and then you can manage another 100 people or whatever. You get a bunch of sales and it's like going smoothly. You don't know. You've never, you can't test the ship like at all if it has any holes in it, if you don't just let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just weird. Yeah, no, that, that's a really good example because me and Ian will get approached uh, decently a bit because... I think me and you actually come off as like, we'll fucking do whatever. Like, we, we just want to fucking make it. I'm not scared anymore. I used to be really scared. Yeah, I used to be scared too. I used to be really scared about limiting beliefs. Yeah. I was like, 
But now we're like, we've already overcome. We're like, dude, you just have to, like, there's no other way to say it than you just have to do it. Like, that's it. Like, just do it. And everything will unfold. Yeah. And people will come up to us and try and get our advice. And then, like, uh, you know, they'll be like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And it's funny because after the conversation, me and Ian will, like, look at each other and we're like, yeah, he's not going to start. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's Remember true. what happened last week with, I'm not going to say yeah. but. Yeah, we we started. We both looked at each other. We're like, "Fuck, yeah, they're never gonna start." <laughs> and it's like because you kind of just know when it's like that. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but it's like yeah, they're just comfortable. Whatever. On to the next one. You're wasting my time. <laughs> but, oh yeah, yeah. And that and don't say but. Yeah, like never say but. Like if you say but, it's because you're just thinking of a, the worst thing that can happen. And you're trying to talk yourself out of it and be like, well, that's the reason why. It's like, that's not the reason why. You're just too, like, you just, you think things are going to happen, but you have no idea. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is. And I think it's very challenging for us to sometimes, like, talk about, like, not talk about it, but actually, like, understand why they think that way because we we don't think like that way too much anymore. Mm-hmm. I think some things we do for sure. Yeah. Uh, but that's what kind of ties it back to, like, what we were saying at the start, which is, like, we kind of have to be a little bit like, not have to be, but like we are a little bit egotistical in some stances. So it's like we do have like, you know, an ego when people tell us about like a business proposal that they want to do and they t- tell us a bunch of fucking hypotheticals. And we're like, dude, why don't you just like me and Ian have already put everything on the line multiple, multiple, multiple times. Still am. And we still are basically on a month by month basis with a bunch of other shit. And we're just like, why are you bringing us this problem? We we do this basically every day. Well, it's just like, don't bring a problem and not listen to solution and want to imply. Like, uh, Alex Ramosi said actually really, really well. I, I know I record him a lot, but he's just so smart. He literally says everything that's in my brain before I think about it. But um, he was <laughs> he's like, so he's like the most successful people. Well, take what you told them and implement it that same day. Mm -hmm. Like, the solution. They will not question. They will just do it and try. And he's like, Mm -hmm. those people will be the most successful because, like... Because they try the most shit. And they try the most shit. They also, like, listen and they don't say but. And it's like, we understand... Like, when you ask somebody for advice, I guarantee... The person you're asking for advice, like, they have already probably already thought about every but you're going to say and, like, how it's going to play out. And it's like, no, like, you just need to focus on this and that's it. Like, that's all you need to focus on. Mm -hmm. So you need to listen to it. Um, Now, I also, like, when it gets to these topics, I'm not, like, all... I'm not all-knowing. I don't know everything. Yeah. So it's, like, take this advice how you want. If it fits you and you feel like it's being spoken to you, awesome. But if not, you know, maybe you're higher level than I am. Who knows? But... It's like, just, just do it. Just like, I don't even know. It's and crazy. Uh, it's yeah. Crazy. So when people kind of say Andrew is narcissistic or egotistical, it's like, oh, that's what I was gonna say next. Yeah, go I, I like when people say that. I'm like, well, yeah. Why would he not be? Like, I respect, I respect it. You have to be, like, in order to run any business, but also, like, do anything extraordinary slash putting yourself out there. You have to be so confident in yourself and your beliefs. Yeah. That it's, like, like you can't, you can't unhinge because someone has a different belief about you. Like, you can't, like, stop what you're doing, like, or fear that or have any type of, like, 
just worry about that because if you do, well, you yeah, you're never going to get started because you're so worried about that. But you have to have so like confidence is how you like you have to just be very confident in yourself and the way you preach things. And the times that my business does bad is because I'm not confident in myself. Yeah, and I and think can- I just got out of like a couple months span of like I wasn't confident in myself. I was just like down. A lot of things happened, um, which is kind of weird though because I had my best months, but. I was really, I'm really consistent. I think I just have a lot of discipline and like what needs to get done. I get it done no matter how I feel, but how I felt, I just, I didn't feel confident in everything. Yeah. So now I think going to the end of the year, I'm like, I just feel like these past, like this past month, I've had very high level of confidence. I know what I'm preaching. And I feel like my vision is definitely more clear. Yeah. Like you, like, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't like it when it just doesn't sit right with me when people, like, uh, he's too narcissistic or egotistical. It's like, we just had Mason on the podcast. He has a fucking crazy offer. Shit's amazing. Yeah. He kind of has to be a little bit narcissistic about it to be confident in what he's saying. I felt like a freaking I felt peasant. like a fucking bum talking to I, him. Yeah, I'm like, you know? wait, you really want to join our podcast? Like, you're, like, so far, super nice. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. He's really... He's really, really, really nice. However, when it comes to what he's selling in business, fuck yeah, he's narcissistic about it. Why would yeah. he not be? If he's like, yeah, I I kind of think it works. Like, it's no, like, you got to be all fucking in. And that's the same thing with Tate. It's like my fucking university teaches more mm-hmm. about money than any university on the whole entire planet. You'll be a good time. Sorry, go ahead. If he says... Yeah, my university is just as good. No one's gonna buy that fucking shit. He like yeah. that's that's his offer. It's my university is better than any university on the planet, and it's only fifty dollars a month. And people still say it's a scam, which yeah. is funny to me. And that's the same thing when it comes to both of our brands. Mm-hmm. You know, with embrace the journey and better than before, I preach a different message from what Ian preaches. However, I'm super fucking narcissistic for the message that I preach because. One, I've done it, and two, I'm really, really confident with the offer that I have to offer my audience. I think you're more hardcore than I am. Oh well, yeah, of course. I think I'm. I'm not as hardcore. I think I'm more. Uh, I've. Al- I'm very empathetic. Well, I, I think I've, I'm a very empathetic well, person. If I were, I've also been behind the camera a lot longer than you have. I think that's going to yeah. change eventually with you. I think it's starting to a little bit, but um, I talked to. I mean my mentor a little bit about it is he's like, you're just a very empathetic person. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're just, yeah. you can relate to a lot of people. Um, I'm not, you, but that's also, but <laughs> like that's also are. not what my brand but, stands for. But yeah. And I think that also like, yeah, it ties with what your brand stands for, but also like who you're going to attract. Yeah, think, exactly. Um, yeah. is super important as well. It's like super important to have, like figure out what you do, what you are best at and just nail that down. Um, but I want to say what would be a really good topic. Maybe even next week would be to talk about, how powerful money is and why it's important. Because I, I was just talking to, um, um, I was talking to Aaron about it actually in the car. And I was like, do you realize like COVID, like money is the most powerful thing in the world. One yeah. of the most, besides obviously deadly weapons. Mm-hmm. Have both of them. Yeah. You're, you can you're do fucked. whatever you want. Yeah. You literally can do whatever you want if you have guns and money. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we allowed to say that on pod- on YouTube? Maybe not. God, yeah. Um, so... Um, I was just talking about it. I said, I'm like, the thing is, COVID proved a point. Mm-hmm. The government can control you if they can control your money. Mm-hmm. How they, can they control their money is they say you have to take this vaccine, and if you do not take the vaccine, you'll lose your job. What happened? Every Now, I'm not hitting on the vaccine 
I don't this care. This is going to lead I, on to next week. This is week. like a poli- this is a political thing, but this would be a good topic for next week. Is like talk about as how powerful money is, and if you can learn how to create it yourself, mm. you will never rely on anybody else again. And then you can actually start inspiring other people mm. because you you will never be like hindered by a government or bank or by money, like not being able to go do things. So we I was will start that about topic. That's a good kid. one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to write that down. So I, it was just like something that came up. Uh, we were talking about. I was like, money is the most, like if you learn how to make millions of dollars or you learn how to make a lot of money that you don't need to worry about anybody else paying you mm-hmm. or well, even if you want structure and a really good job, work for somebody who you align with. They pay you a fuck ton of money and they don't push their beliefs or the government and like they're, they're self-sufficient too. That's a really good way to, so you're more of an entrepreneur rather than an entrepreneur. Kind if of. you don't want to owe, if yeah. you don't want to own your own business, which mm-hmm. is another great thing. Um, but you have to understand where your money's coming from. And if you understand where your money's yep. coming from, you will yep. like, you'll know if you'll be controlled or not. And COVID was just a literally like, it just we'll proved talk, it. We'll talk about like, it next episode because we, we got... I'm getting hyped, but that would we'll, be such a good topic. We'll talk about it next episode. Um, if y'all want to tune in, we are now on Spotify as well. Check the description down below. Um, make sure to follow us on there and share that with all of your buddies. But that is episode 21. Um, we don't ask for likes, comments, or uh, subscribers. We just ask for you to share this video with someone that... Would pull value from it. Yeah, that would get some value from it. Um, and, yeah, anything else, Ian? No, I think that's it. Episode 21 mm-hmm. is a good one. Next week's going to be freaking banger, so yeah. be here. And we will talk to you guys l- next time. Peace.